0: to the Super Tux Podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Chocolate Shake, and this is... The Whoop Cream! Yes, sir! So, uh, it's definitely been a while since uh, the last episode, and
1: uh, the last episode. <laughs> yeah, well, we're not talking about that episode, because this is the real second episode. Yeah, the other one doesn't exist. The other one actually doesn't exist. Yeah. We deleted it. The right. government deleted it. Yeah. So, this is the real second episode. And what are we going to talk about today?
0: Well, today we're going to be talking about Valve, but um, Mm. you're probably wondering why Valve, or even if you don't know who is Valve, which if you don't know who they are, then I don't know why you're listening to this. No, (laughs) but, um, so basically, uh, they're a game developer, and they have an upcoming game that's been sort of highly anticipated, because it's not... Yes,
1: absolutely. Well, it's not what everybody wanted, but it's close. (laughs) Right. It's... Basically a sequel to Half-Life 2. or No, a prequel. It's a new Half-Life game, is the point. And we've waited, how many years? 12 years, I think? 2007 was Half-Life 2. We've been wanting Half-Life 3 forever. and Because they just left it on Cliffhanger. And us Half-Life fans are like, okay, can we like finish the series, please? But they're giving us this prequel instead, which is cool. It looks cool. I, I saw the trailer, and I really like the look of the trailer. But I don't think it's what everybody wanted.
0: Right, so how do you feel about them doing a prequel versus like a sequel that they could have done to continue the story?
1: I think it's definitely a step in the right direction because it's the third game in a series, technically, even though it's not the third game. It's a third game in the Half-Life series, and they haven't uh, learned to count to three before this time, so that's, true. that's definitely a step in the right direction, in my opinion. So in the future, we can hopefully get a true sequel and finish the story. Right. Because there's still no Portal 3. Right. There's still
0: no Team Fortress 3. Right. Well, (laughs) we don't need Team Fortress 3, but... Dude, imagine, though. That
1: would be kind of tight, though. That would be cool with the upgraded graphics, but... Yeah. Yeah. Team Fortress 2 is still going strong.
0: All right. So, the name of this uh, new prequel is uh, Half-Life Alex, and if you don't know, it's a a VR-only game, and uh, it actually looks pretty advanced for a VR game, like, not even gonna lie. It's like essentially take a first-person action game but just make it VR so how do you feel about it just being VR only versus like normal just PC or any console
1: well I mean I don't have VR of any kind and I don't plan on buying VR even even though this is really cool and I would like to play it I don't plan on buying VR and the fact that I have to buy VR to play it's kind of sad to me, but
0: do you feel like it'll entice people to start picking up VR more? Cause it it might. Looked, it's very cinematic from what yeah, the trailer showed.
1: It it definitely looks cool. Half Life fans uh, and Valve fans in general probably would pick pick up VR for it if they're really like really like Valve. So that might that might uh, bring sales up. I don't know what VR system is it gonna be on. Uh I can't remember. There's two of them that. It's on, but I know
0: that it's, like, one of the ones that are on PC, though. Like, it's not on PlayStation VR or oh, anything yeah. like that. Or Switch VR. LAVO <laughs> <Labo Yeah>. VR. <laughs> VR. That would be
1: interesting. So, yeah, I mean, it might. And uh, I, it's hard to say nice things about Valve sometimes, but I think they are doing a pretty good job with this. All right. Um. So there's that. But, I mean, what else about Valve? <laughs> what, what else are they doing? This is the first new game they're making in a while. They made Artifact, I think. First real new game. Artifact was like a card game, I think. Uh So they made that, but that doesn't really count. So, I mean, there's that. And they still support, like, CSGO and Dota. But I'm a huge TF2 fan, and they don't support our competitive scene very much at all. So I kind of wish they would put a little bit of time into that, because they haven't given us a new update in over a year. A real new update with new items and stuff. Uh So, I just, I'm not feeling the love.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man, because I don't really have that much history with Valve, besides coming over to your house and playing TF2 the few times that I have. That's literally the only experience I've ever had with Valve. So, like, what's your history with Valve? Like, how do like
1: how much do they mean to you, I guess, essentially? Uh, a lot. The, the Valve really is how I got into PC gaming in general, and, like, a lot of gaming, because... Uh, My dad made me a Steam account when I was younger, and I didn't know what the heck Steam was, so it was just kind of sitting there. And then I decided to use it one day. And Steam is made by Valve, if you didn't know. It's basically the only way to play PC games. And uh, so I started playing on it, and I just started looking through the free-to-play section, because I didn't have money, I was a kid. And I found Team Fortress 2 for free, I'm like, okay, this looks cool, let's try this. And I was hooked on it, (laughs) and I obsessed over that game forever. Then I stopped playing it for a little bit, then came back. So, you know, it's on and off. I I stop and I come back to this game always. But then I also thought, like, okay, Valve, they made this cool game. What else do they have? So I looked around and I found the orange box, which is the best purchase ever. Buy it on Steam. Because you Half-Life 2, Portal 1, and 2 maybe. Team Fortress 2, but it's free. And I think CSGO maybe. Gives you a lot of Valve games. It's cool. It's like 20 bucks. It's a good deal. Okay. <laughs> so I picked that up and I played Half-Life, loved that. Portal, loved that. I don't really like CS:GO, but that's just me. So yeah, that's pretty much my Valve history. Yeah, so I have to me.
0: Wait, so have you played Half-Life 1 or
1: you only played Half-Life 2? I have played Half-Life 1 oh. um a little bit. I haven't finished Half-Life 1 though. I played Black Mesa also, which is a Half-Life 1 remake making it look like Half-Life 2 and play like Half-Life 2, but it's the story of Half-Life 1. Oh, okay. So I've played most of that, but they haven't finished it yet, so I'm waiting for them to finish it. But that was fun. It was cool.
0: So it's in, like, only early access then?
1: Yeah, it's still in early access. And they they still haven't finished it. Nope. In 2019. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost the end of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Early access games take forever. Oh, God. I guess it's, that's like
0: Fortnite. That's still in early access, I think. Oh really? Yeah, it oh, might oh, wow. be because they haven't finished the um, Save the World mode. I don't think. Oh yeah, that's nobody plays Save the World. <laughs> exactly. Well, that was the original idea, and they're just like, yeah, ah, forget this. Like, yeah, better where talk- I have. Yeah, that's where all the money's at. Yeah. So makes sense. Yeah. So I don't really know too too much about Half Life. So could you give like a summary of the story, basically? Okay. Yeah.
1: Spoiler alert. Half Life Two spoiler alert. You want Half Life One? If you want, if you, wanna, if you can do both, go okay. Ahead. I don't remember one as well, but I will try. So Half Life One, you play as Morgan Freeman, who is a scientist in a some kind of company called. I think they're called Black Mesa. I think that's the name of the company, and uh, you have to do some experiment that goes horribly wrong, and it like brings aliens to the Earth or something, and then the military is also like trying to kill you and the aliens, I don't know why the military is trying to kill you, I don't know what their problem is, but you pretty much have to, like, everything's trying to kill you, and you have to get out of this lab, and then you have to go make your way across a desert to another lab, where you have to go through this portal, and I haven't made it any further, I go, I go into the portal, and Black Mesa hasn't made it that far, like, mm-hmm. that's the end of that game, I don't think it's the end of the Half-Life 1, though, Yeah. so that happens, Then whatever happens in the portal happens, and then we get to Half-Life 2, where you are, again, Morgan Freeman, and you start on a train going to a city called City 17, and it's taken over by the aliens. The aliens kind of have taken over the Earth, and uh, you're basically, humans are basically slaves to these aliens. (laughs) So uh, you're going to that, you get to that city, and then uh, you somehow escape. You meet Alex Vance, who is the star of uh, Half-Life Alex. You meet Dr. someone, what's his name, Dr. Kleiner, Barney, and Alex's dad, who is named Alex's dad. I forgot his name also, I don't remember these names. But anyway, you meet a lot of cool characters, they have a lot of personality. And it's, it's definitely really cool, definitely a fun story. You get uh, immersed into it and you really love the characters. So you, in that game you have to defeat an enemy. Wow, look at that. You Whoa. defeat an enemy in a video Whoa. game. Wow! Whoa. No, you have to uh, make your way across, like, the whole country, really, and get to this big tower, which is, like, the main headquarters for the aliens, and kind of destroy the tower, I think. And then I'm pretty sure once you do that, you have to evacuate the city because, like, the tower's going to explode and destroy everything. So you're like, okay, let's get out of here so we don't die. And you're with Alex and her dad at some point, And then uh, at the end of the game... You see, you're with Alex and her dad, and these two, like, big aliens come up, uh, with these long-legged aliens come up and capture you, and then this big, like, worm-looking alien, uh, shoots this tube out of his, whatever, <laughs> out of his mouth or something, I don't know, he's got this, he's crazy, it's crazy stuff, but he shoots this tube out of its mouth, impales Alex's dad in the neck, and it, the screen goes dark, critical. It is the. Are b- you serious? Yes, yes. It's the biggest. And you just hear Alex in the background crying. And that's all. Oh, that's the game. And they and still won't make a yes. sequel. That's why we. That's Yeah, that's why we want the sequel. Because they left it on such a big cliffhanger. It's such an important cliffhanger. And they just leave it forever. And I hate it.
0: <laughs> what? Well, oh, the screen's just turned off.
1: No, it's fine. Okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but. Okay, see, I didn't know that that's what people were waiting on. Okay, yeah, something like that. I can understand why people are, like, hungry for a sequel. Oh, and my goodness, kids. yes. It's terrible.
1: That's so dumb. Know. <laughs> Valve is so mean to us. Valve, please love us.
0: Man. Yeah. So, okay, so, all right, so, it's a, it's a first-person game, right? Right. So, is it first-person shooter, or is it, like, there's more to it than just that?
1: It's a first-person puzzle solver and shooter. Because so, uh, you pick up various guns, you upgrade your... You don't upgrade them, but you get better guns as you go on. But there are also puzzles to solve, like physics-based puzzles. Oh. Uh, Which is... It's definitely an interesting... Uh, definitely an interesting game. <laughs> definitely interesting concept for a game that I hadn't seen anywhere before Half-Life. So I think that's what really is the draw for people, is that it's a physics-based first-person uh, puzzle solver and shooter.
0: Right, because mm-hmm. with the physics, that leads to a whole bunch of experimentation, like, probably multiple ways to solve each puzzle. Yeah, definitely. that's kind of like Breath of the Wild, like, how right. you can solve each shrine in, like, any way, basically. Definitely, definitely. And even, like, games like Smash Bros, because I've, like, seen somebody talk about uh, with traditional fighting games, they feel like they're born to watch because they're so predictable versus, like, with Smash, it's it's physics-based. Everything's always different. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely cool. Yeah, that definitely. seems like that would be really interesting. So, how do you think that that kind of gameplay will translate into vr i guess
1: well from what i saw from uh half-life alex's trailer is it's pretty similar to normal half-life and i think it looked like it would translate pretty well to vr because they made a uh, they made like the gunplay more realistic with like you actually have to reload because it's vr and um with those gravity glove thingies that's like the gravity gun that you had in half-life 2 so, I think it will translate pretty well, because uh, using that using those physics mechanics in a VR setting seems like a really cool idea. All right. I think it would be fine.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, do you think that... Okay, this is probably going to sound like a really, like, dumb slash weird question. Lay it on me. <laughs> but do you think that the VR would make the game more immersive, or do you think it would feel just about the same as if you just normally play it?
1: Hmm. Well, I've never actually used VR of any kind. Uh, I don't know if you have.
0: But... I have Switch VR, that's oh, about okay. it.
1: Yeah, so I don't know how immersive VR is to begin with, but I could imagine that it could actually be more immersive because you feel like you're in the world. If VR actually does that, if it actually makes you feel like you're in the game, that would be really cool. Because, like, obviously, you feel like you're in the game when you're sitting at a mouse and keyboard, so if you have a headset on and you're, like, actually moving around, that would be even cooler. All right. Yeah, cause from my
0: experience with VR, just from using the Switch's VR, I'd say. I mean, I guess yeah, it does immer- it does immerse you, but then again, I don't really have like a comparison to just normal VR, cause like with Switch VR, it's different since you have like actual physical objects that you're holding. Cause I've heard some people say that have even used a whole bunch of VR they said that Switch VR feels more a little more immersive because you're holding actual objects and, like, interacting with them like that. Oh, yeah. So, I'm not sure if if that would be it or just because, like you said, it just the action looks more realistic. Like, you're actually moving stuff around with right. your hands, actually picking stuff up. Yeah. When you're loading weapons, you're actually, like, loading the weapons. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't
1: know.
0: I, I think it looks like it could be really, really immersive, though, compared yeah. to other VR.
1: Yeah, I definitely have... a optimism for it but i'd have to see i'll have to see gameplay of it probably
0: all right so do you think you'll try to watch someone play it then since you don't have it, vr yourself i
1: think yeah i think i will yeah unless i can go somewhere and like i don't know unless i can go somewhere that has it on vr
0: yeah i know paul's they have vr but i'm not sure if they have like pc vr so oh okay yeah well we'll see yeah we will have to check Oh, in case you don't know what that is, uh, not sponsored. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day, <laughs> but if they get enough. Money. Uh, Paul's Gamer Zone, uh, nice gaming lounge in yeah, cool Maslin, Ohio. Yeah, it's it's chill.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's a, it's a really fun place to go. We go there for Smash Weekly sometimes. Yeah. And we destroy. Yes. sir. <laughs> but yeah, we don't we don't get too many people over there. So, yeah, it'd, it'd definitely be cool if we could get more people in there because I feel like they might struggle financially sometimes. Yeah, and I don't want them to go out of business. They're pretty cool.
0: Right. So people there are nice. Yeah. Good time. (laughs) Bunch of games.
1: Yeah. Oh, the game library is awesome. It's really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We gotta go up there. I'm almost on my uh, sixth stamp thing, so it means I get seventh entry free.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Yeah, we can go up over Christmas break.
0: Yeah, that's gotta happen. Yeah. So I guess anything else really that you have to say
1: about you know Valve, Half Life, Alex, anything? Um, I don't know, I don't really know nobody knows too much about Half-Life Alex yet because of how new it is. Um, but i I feel like the future of Valve could be really bright if this game takes off, but it could also be bad <laughs> because like they they stop uh they've stopped supporting some of their very very successful games. So I feel like if they don't start supporting those again, they might struggle. But they have Steam, so right. selling other people's games is lucrative. So they they'll probably be okay. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I know that's the thing. It's like it seems like they will always financially be okay. But what do you think? Like kind of limiting the market with this game since it's VR only. How? How much do you think that'll limit the market and appeal of this game of Half Life Alex?
1: I think it will limit it more than just making it like a normal console or PC game, because less people have VR. Right. But if we if uh, VR evolves and becomes more of a household name, <laughs> household thing that more people have like a PC, All right? Then uh, it it would probably help with it, and this might even help turn VR into that household thing.
0: Right. Because like uh. I don't know if you've heard of Game Explained, their gaming journalist publication. And basically, the head of that, Andre Seegers, he's been saying that he's been thinking that uh, VR has been needing basically a Mario 64 for it to where it's like, this proves that this concept could work. Like how Mario 64 basically proved 3D platformers like can work. Because everyone's like, well, I don't see how they can turn this into 3D and then it'll work. But it showed how it works. So, so I think that. This game could definitely be pretty much, like, the Mario 64 of VR and, like, show, like, a proof of concept that you can make immersive games Definitely, VR.
1: Yeah, yeah, that would, uh, that's true. I see what you're saying with the Mario 64 thing. Yeah. That's definitely something VR needs because it's a really cool concept and, I mean, it's crazy that someone thought of that, but, again, not as many people have VR (laughs) as normal consoles, so, it's, you know. All right. You know how that is?
0: <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, it, I think, but like you said, hopefully it'll kind of help VR to catch on, because who knows, it could probably lead to a lot of other crazier, more cinematic experiences just kind of like that. Because, like, so far, the best examples of VR games that I've heard of are, I think, uh is it called Astrobot? I can't remember. It's on PlayStation oh, VR. Okay. It's like this 3D platformer to where you kind of like you're sitting in the background and you control this robot with the controller and you actually have to use the DualShock 4 to do certain things like you can like spawn wires and stuff that it can like jump off of and things like that and I've heard that that's a pretty good experience but this kind of shows that like you can actually do things if the developers take the time to actually make a full game out of it pretty
1: much yeah so I mean like something like Minecraft VR looks really cool to me because like I really like Minecraft I, I know you don't play Minecraft too much but <laughs> I really have loved Minecraft since I played it when I was younger and I think playing it in a virtual reality setting would make it even cooler because of the freedom you get and the creativity that is allowed in that game so I didn't even know there was Minecraft VR there is actually yeah I've watched gameplay of it and it looks pretty fun wow because like it makes the combat more realistic than just Clicking the mouse button. Right. Because you actually swing the sword, and it actually hits. so It's cool. Oh. It's definitely a cool concept. Is that on PC? Yes. Okay. I don't think it's on console. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, like, hmm. Yeah. Switch VR? <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> I would be down with that. But Especially
0: since that's only, like, 40 bucks if you get the basic kit. So yeah, no, that's not too bad. That's
1: not bad. Yeah. Definitely. Cool, cool. Yeah. Good well, stuff. Any final thoughts? Um, I don't think so. I think we... I think we talked about valve pretty well today yeah it's good stuff yeah hopefully you learned a thing or two i did learn a thing or two.
0: <laughs> all right cool. so it was great chat everyone thank you for tuning in um and come back next time whenever we finally record because we don't have a schedule <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whenever we see you we will see you next time goodbye all right later.